This is the Leapcast, where we talk about how today's current events impact your real life. If you are tired of politics or you are just exhausted from the spin, this show is for you. My name is Andrew Lieb, and every week I host a talk radio show breaking down the news from an independent point of view. We discuss real estate, business, and your health. Hear from the experts and learn the truth on the Leapcast. Personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lieb. It is soccer season, Lauren. I, I, I'm so More excited. Children. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so excited. This is a Liebcast, by the way. I love youth soccer. Well, that sounds a little weird. Though. No, I love. I go with my son. You don't like going, and I bring. I got this chair with lumbar support. And I got my sunglasses on, and people don't like the mask, but I like the mask, and I'm going to tell you why. It makes people not want to talk to me. Your true introverted self comes out. I am like I sit there and I put my hood up on my uh, like I had soccer yesterday, and I put my hood up, and I sit there for an hour, maybe an hour and a half, because we have beginning and end. It is the most enjoyable moment of my life. I put earbuds in. People can't even hear me. I'm listening to music. Anyway. Not screaming at the coach. Speaking of, speaking of these masks, speaking of these masks, I was reading an article recently that said that the news is skewed. You sent it to me, Lauren, actually. The news is skewed. And we're not talking about all the great achievements in COVID. We're only talking about down and negative and down and negative and down and negative. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And this was in many different news channels. This wasn't just the CNN and MSNBC and Fox News. This was just news, New York Times. This was lots and lots of news skewing negative negative things about COVID. But let's just say COVID is negative. Well, COVID is also positive. Why is COVID positive? Because we as a society are making brilliant changes in how vaccinations happen. Yes. And- did you see that with the mRNA, um, the way that they did the vaccine, they're going to be targeting cancer? That's what I'm trying to tell you about, Lauren. Oh, you, you sorry. St- steal my thunder. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to say before you say it. I don't know what I'm going to say before I say it either. It's just Squirrel. And so I'm super excited about that. And just to defend the Leapcast here, we've been talking about how amazing the trials were. And Morty introduced us to the Novavax people. It's been super cool. But I'm reading right now, Morty, in Business Insider, an article. Here's what the headline is. Do COVID-19 vaccines stop transmission? Top scientists are now recruiting thousands of college students to find out. It's an article by Andrew Dunn. And anyone named Andrew I think is brilliant. So I need to listen to him. Okay, first off, I think this is great. But if you read what's going on, the study has a couple of different issues. Number one, the great news is that they're paying students about $1,000 to participate in this study. So think about you as a college student. To me, when I was in college and I didn't have any money, $1,000, that sounds awesome and I don't have to really work. I can be a part of helping science, which a lot of people in college want to do. I am not in college, but I wanted to help science. That's why I joined a trial as well. But now this is for college students that can join the trial. There's a couple of things about the trial, though, that get to me a little bit. Number one, that it's it's saying that a lot of people aren't going to get the shots until another four months. Now, in many states right now, Almost 16 and up are about to start being eligible for these shots. So this, I don't know how that's going to pan out unless it's going to get the students that are maybe on the 
maybe they didn't think that they were going to get the vaccine or may have got the vaccine. Um, but it says in this study that they're going to give them a take-home COVID nose test that they have to do every single day. All I can tell you is when we did the Novavax study, I had to do something on the app. There was an app thing, and I am a competent adult. And I got yelled at for not doing the app enough. Like, Well, the app said it sent a reminder every day saying, uh, do you have a fever? Do you have cough symptoms? Do you have a sore throat? And it was just a checkbox. All you had to do is it, it said alert. Fill out your health profile. It wasn't very complicated, but we did not have to swab our nose every single day. Which is scary. So anyway, this thing is about Moderna. That's what they're trying to find out. Mm-hmm. And I watched an amazing interview with the CEO of Pfizer about two weeks ago. And I th- could have sworn I heard him say that the Pfizer vaccine is actually better than it was in the study. It's now 97% effective. That's what I heard him say. Mm-hmm. And I heard him say that it's 94% effective about asymptomatic transmission, which seemed to me to say that he already has data about Pfizer preventing spread. And why I bring that up is a few things. First of all, I I just want to talk to my anti-vaxxers out there. I just, I I need to say already stopped listening. Good. I hope they hang up on me. I hate you too. So here's what, no, seriously, I'm like, had enough. Like the vaccine is not a vaccine for acne. I just have to put that out there. People are like, I don't know if I trust it. I have a lot of friends. I don't know if I trust it. I think I'd rather just get COVID. The people say this. I I think I might rather just get COVID. If the vaccine gave me a third eye, I would still take it. I just want you to know that. If they told me this vaccine is going to grow a third eye, I would take the vaccine for two reasons. I have two very important reasons. Number one reason, over 3 million people have died from COVID. It's not a vaccine for acne. It's a vaccine for death. Anything to me is better than death. Let I, me let okay. me say my second reason. Uh, then uh, you could do your thing. Okay. I, I have a second reason. Empathy. Yeah. If I can stop someone else from dying because this vaccine stops spread, I'm all into it. So I personally don't want to die, number one. Number two, I don't want other people to die. And I'm going to let Lauren have the floor, but I just need to say something first. The New York State Appellate Courts, the third department, on March 18th, issued a very important decision about the whole ability of the state to force vaccines on children that attend school systems for exactly the reasons I just said. We'd rather people not die, and we'd rather people not cause other people to die. Your choice. Oh, what a hot topic. Um, So getting COVID has clearly been a game of chance as far as what you get when you get COVID from asymptomatic to death. And you don't really know what you're going to get. You can have a pre-existing condition. You might not have a pre-existing condition and you can get it and you can get it bad. Or you can give it to a family member that can get it and they can die. It's clearly, it's happened everywhere. And there's so many people out there that don't trust this science. And you know what I trust is every single doctor medical provider, people that understand how the vaccines work are all saying that the vaccines work and you don't grow that third eye. 
But if you did, again, you don't die. And I, I hear what you're saying. And you did say something important. You said every single doctor, I'm not going to say every single medical provider, because I asked a family member who's a surgeon, I said, did everyone in the hospital get it? And he said, anyone who's a doctor certainly got it. The other people, it's sporadic. It depends who it is because some people don't trust this. But let's just set that aside for a second, Lauren. This case that just came out is going to change the landscape because, you know, we need to get what's called herd immunity. And herd immunity means that there has to be a certain level of people in the population that either got the virus or got the vaccine. So the virus can't keep mutating and keep adapting and take over society. So it's not just... So if I get a vaccine, I choose to get a vaccine, and everyone else chooses not to get a vaccine, my vaccine will eventually be ineffective because everyone else will allow the, vac- the um, virus to mutate so much so that my vaccine won't prevent it from happening. So what we need instead is that enough people to either get the virus or the vaccine so the virus is trapped and can't mutate. That's what I learned when I was watching the Pfizer CEO, who's a brilliant fellow. And so I go back to this case because I would love to live in a world of imagination. And here's my world of imagination. Enough people get the virus or the vaccine and we don't need to have this conversation. But let's assume they don't. Is the government going to force vaccines? And if the government is going to force vaccines, where are they going to force them? And I can tell you to bet your bippy that as soon as they do the tests on kids, that's where they're going to force them first. Well, it's interesting. I don't know if you saw, but Rutgers University, which is a state university in New Jersey, have announced that all incoming, anybody going to school in the fall that go to in-person classes must be vaccinated. I thought that was bold. That was Really bold. Is that, is, that the, is, that, is that the only college that so you've far, seen that, that's done that? So far that I've seen, um, that I've seen, maybe there are in different parts of the states, but that's what I've seen here. I've also seen some sporting uh, sports stadiums say that they, I think it was the Heats, are only letting in vaccinated people to their games. So we're going to start. Right. Well, they're, they're, creating, they're creating a special section where you can sit lower um, to the court if you're if you were vaccinated and you can sit instead of you know three feet three seats apart one seat apart yep that's a winner this is what's about to yep. happen this vaccine uh, passport that we're all going to get that they're working on it's going to be everywhere and you're going to be able to need it to go to a place where you're with people but back to school and everybody's saying the big question well under the public health law in New York State there's something that requires children from the age of two months to 18 years to be immunized, I can't even speak, from certain diseases, including measles, in order to attend any public or private school or child care facility. And there's a law. It's the public health law, 2164 of the public health law. And why do I think they're going to be doing in New York? And I can't speak of New Jersey. Morty's an attorney in New Jersey, so maybe he can explain that. But in New York, why do I think they're going to do children? And why do I think that's where the mandatory vaccines are going to be? If you don't volunteer to get vaccinated, this is what I'm saying, you're going to make your children get vaccinated. And so all these people that are so against vaccines, you're now causing your children to get it. Why? Because if we don't reach herd immunity by volunteer work, it's kind of like the army in the draft. If you don't have enough soldiers they implement the draft this is vietnam if we don't if we don't get covid nom if if we don't get enough people where do i think they're going to do it so this case what's so interesting 
There used to be two exemptions where someone wouldn't have to get this vaccine for their child between the ages of two months and 18 years to attend public or private school or childcare facility. Here were the two exemptions. One makes a lot of sense. A medical exemption with a physician certification that the vaccine will be detrimental to the child's health. So don't misunderstand. I and everyone in the government that supports this do not want anyone who's going to have an adverse reaction based on your physician's understanding to get a vaccine. That's not what they're saying. They're, no one's changed that. That exemption should exist because, you, as I said, if the vaccine was for acne, you shouldn't have to get it. But it, it's not do you like vaccines or not. It's how are, is this vaccine relevant to it's a cost benefit analysis. So if the cost benefit analysis is death versus vaccine, death loses to vaccine. And for people that think this is just about not having your freedom, this is beyond freedom. This is about having an economy that works. Speaking of freedom, that's exactly the second exemption. The second exemption, Morty, do you know this? You remember this was about religious the religious exemption. You got it. And what happened? I don't know if everyone remembers. Back in 2018, there was a nationwide measles outbreak. Do you remember this? And it was mostly in Bro- Brooklyn and Rockland County. And they had really low immunization rates. So because if they were religious communities? That's what they claimed. And you say because they were religious communities. And I say that's what they claimed because this case before the appellate court actually said that there was consultants that would help people feign religious reasons <sighs> that were just against yep. vaccines. Sure. Because it's one thing to have a medical provider, a physician, sign a script and put their license on the line and say there's a health issue. It's quite another thing for a parent to say, I object on religious grounds. Well, do they have some sort of a religious leader be writing notes for people? Well, we don't, we, they did not have that. I was going to say, we don't even know what a religious leader well, means because there's say, so many religions. You can get ordained on the internet. So can you be <laughs> ordained as a... Well, it doesn't matter because okay. here's what happened. On June 13th, 2019, the New York State Legislature... They voted to adopt a bill that said no more religious exemption. Wow. So I want to go back again. There's this law, the public health law in New York State that says from two months to 18 years, the state requires certain vaccines to go to school or childcare facilities. There used to be two exemptions. One was health, which no one's saying anything about. Stay with that health thing. That's a good one. Yeah. This is all about health. There was a second one, which was a religious exemption. And then- 2018, we have a measles outbreak. They thought it was eradicated. They thought there was no measles. It's back. Well, it's back because of the anti-vaxxers. And then 2019, there's a bill that comes out that was voted on, enacted, that says, you know what? You can't have a religious exemption anymore. So what did the religious people do? They brought a constitutional challenge and they said, hey, this new law is violating our constitutional rights, our rights against the free exercise clause, the religious guarantees of our constitution, Morty. And I think that's a major, major thing. And what's interesting, what's interesting about this is, isn't this the same thing as if they were going to make this rule about COVID? What if they were going to do this? This is just complete foreshadowing. Well, it's better than foreshadowing. If you read the decision, they review what Justice Kavanaugh said in the COVID case about whether 
about whether New York Cuomo, whether Cuomo could stop people from going to religious services. They actually cite to that case. I don't know if you remember back in the pandemic, they said, hey, you can't go to religious services. That's what Cuomo said, because that's a mass spreader event. That's what he said. And they said, Kavanaugh said, in his concurring opinion, the regulation created a favored class of businesses, and it thus needed to justify why houses of worship were excluded from that favored class. Meaning, what do they say? They said, hey, you could go to these places, but you can't go to these places. But what's interesting is they said, based on Kavanaugh's own words, making everyone get a vaccine isn't creating a favored class. It's a neutral law. It's not saying a religion is getting less than other businesses. See, it's the exact opposite. So I want to do it one more time so we can get on the same page. What they said is, if you're going to do a law that affects religion and you treat religion less favorably than something else, you restrict religion, you restrict the rights of religion, you do something like that, this is what's called strict scrutiny. The government can't do that. We value freedom of religion as a United States citizen. Right, Morty? Yeah. And but, I, 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 I think this, this would hold up. Because on this one, here's what they say. The sole purpose of the repeal is to make the vaccine requirement generally applicable to the public at large in order to achieve herd immunity. It's not saying that religious people have to skip to the front of the line and get vaccinated before anyone else. It's just saying everyone needs to get vaccinated. So in my foreshadowing, and maybe, maybe because I watched a news show, I didn't read the study. I'm a big fan, I want you to know, of reading primary source material. Like I like to read a study before I start commenting on it. And I like to read, I go to peer review journals. I read dorky stuff like that. And I just watched the news channel of the Pfizer CEO. That's why I was so careful with what I was saying. But Lauren and I were just telling you about this new study from Moderna. And let's assume, I know when you assume you make that you spell up the word, you go the ASS, and then you have the U and the me, and it's a whole to-do. I don't want to do that. But let's assume, for argument's sake, that the study finds that the COVID vaccine stops transmission. Let's just go with that. And let's assume, I know these are assumptions again, that enough people aren't going to get vaccinated or get COVID to achieve herd immunity. And let's further assume if they don't get to herd immunity, there's going to be variants of the virus, mutants, that are going to come and these these new viruses are going to kill the people that got the vaccine or got the virus because herd immunity wasn't achieved. So let's assume that then the government says, we got to do something about it. And they can look back and they go, well, the public health law already has a law in the book about vaccines. And by the way, in March of 2021, the appellate courts in the state of New York just said, hey, we can require everyone in the state of New York between the years of two months in 18 years who want to go to public or private school or want to go to childcare to get a vaccine for measles based on an outbreak in 2018 and a law in 2019, with the only exception being a physician saying it's a health issue. And it's not a constitutional violation. It's not a 
free exercise clause, equal protection clause. It's not one of these violations because it's a neutral statute that doesn't need what's called strict scrutiny. It just needs a rational basis. And it is rational for the government to say we'd rather not have variants of a virus creating mass death. And let's assume that this all happens. My crystal ball is telling me that it's going to be a precursor to going to school. And you might be saying to yourself, well, the vaccines aren't good for school-age kids yet. They will be by next year. You'll see that. that that's, those studies are coming yeah, out. They're doing the studies right now. Yeah. And so that's going to be where they're going to require it. So buckle up, fella. All you anti-vaxxers there. Are you more self-righteous than you're caring for your children? What do I mean by that? If you assume that vaccines are terrible, let's just go with that. Vaccines are the devil. Vaccines grow third eyes. They create all sorts of diseases, which have all been shown not to be true. But let's assume that's true. Let's assume that you watch movies like Plandemic and you just think that the government's out to get you and there's a cabal and everyone else trying to get you. I'm going to ask you a question. Do you care more about yourself or your children? Because you're not getting vaccinated now is the precursor to the government likely to force your children to get vaccinated. They can't force you to get vaccinated. How would they force you to get vaccinated? There's well, no. There, there might be employers that end up forcing. Employers might be. You could quit your job. What this is saying is that really, if you want to use our school system, like it's a much. So think about this when you're thinking, hmm, should I get that Johnson & Johnson? Hmm, should I get the AstraZeneca? Hmm, how about Moderna or Pfizer? Or when Novavax comes out, how about that? And you think to yourself, I don't want that. It's against my religious rights. I don't rights. get the flu shot. Why would I get the COVID shot? It's against my religious rights. I don't believe in it. It's the cabal. Whatever QAnon thing you're reading these days. I heard oh, the that- The South Park special is so funny. Did you read that people think that Q, the, the QAnon people think that the thing going on in the Suez Canal is um, trafficking? I don't even want to go there. We're it, not- it's, it's so in nuts. But let's assume you believe all that stuff. Let's assume you're right. I'm asking you, and I have a question. I just want to understand what your position is. And you tell me. Would you rather get the vaccine yourself or have the government force the ki your kids to get it? That's the question I want to know. Do, 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 do. No, but seriously, like assuming you're right and assuming all these things are the things that you think these things are. Wouldn't it be better to volunteer for the vaccine yourself? Achieve herd immunity so as the government doesn't force your kids next year when the vaccines are applicable to kids to get it to achieve herd immunity. That's the thought we should think about. Happy springtime. This is the Liebcast. Be well. Find us on social media at Listen to Lieb or visit listentolieb.com.